Aileen patted the last of the seaweed down on top of the compost where she had planted the seeds from the pods that she had found on the beach. Then she carefully placed the shallow tray between the vegetable bed and the low stone wall where it would get maximum shelter. What would happen to these strange seeds in the next three months? What would they grow into and how would she have altered when she came back to claim them? Aileen felt that she had been waiting for this moment all her life. At 16, she was finally leaving Elon Moore. Although they would all be coming back in three months' time, the young girl knew her first trip away from the island would change everything. Her oldest brother, Paddy Jr., had left for his first summer in Scotland as a boy of 14 and come back a man with hair on his arms and a voice as deep as a holy well. As the youngest and the only girl, everyone in the house had always treated Aileen like a child. By working in the world and earning money, she would be making the transition from girl to young woman. That night, Aileen went into the bedroom and crawled in between her two brothers' warm bodies. Familiar with the rigours of the journey they were facing the next day, Paddy Jr. and Martin were already asleep, but Aileen was too excited to close her eyes. She looked up at the soot-blackened ceiling as clouds of her brother's warm breath wafted past her in the chilly spring night and thought how tomorrow she would be leaving for somewhere else, somewhere beyond Illinmore, to enter a world so thrilling it was beyond her imagination. The young woman lay awake for all of the night, her stomach twisting with excitement, her toes curling, waiting until it was time to get up, dressed and spend the day doing her chores before she and the Doherty men left for the night train at dusk. The family spent the day leaving the house in good order for her mother, doing the heavy work that needed to be done before they left. The men dug out the vegetable field, stacked the turf in neat piles by the back door and cleared out the chimney, while Aileen swept and scrubbed the stone floors, washed and hung out the sheets to dry. Jobs done willingly, because she knew the repetitive boredom of this household drudgery would soon be behind her. Now that this reality was upon her, Aileen suddenly had a pang of fear. This house and the patch of land that ran down to the road were all she knew. What would happen to her vegetable patch while she was away? Would her mother remember to keep the herbs trimmed back? Would she bother to plant out the carrots to be ready for the end of summer when they got back? Aileen put childish worries about her precious garden out of her mind and looked around the cottage. Although she knew she would be back in a few months, she was anxious that she had never eaten a meal or lit a fire or swept a floor in any place other than this house. It was all so familiar. She knew every inch, every detail. The long wooden table with a dip in the centre where it had been scrubbed down by generations of Doherty women. The dresser against the corner wall with the good blue and white china jug and teapot they were never allowed to touch. The picture of the sacred heart above the fire mantel, his forlorn face streaked with turf dust and the pot oven where Aileen had burned her first loaf of bread aged ten. On the hook by the fire was the grey and green pinafore her mother had ingeniously made for her from an old woollen blanket three years ago. She loved that pinafore and wore it doing all her chores. 
Aileen washed it every month, scrubbing it extra hard on the washboard and using a cupful of the expensive soap suds her mother had hidden under the sink instead of the cheaper bar of carbolic they used for everything else. The wool was thin and soft as silk now, and Aileen had planned to bring it with her, but last night her father had said it would be too bulky to carry. We must travel light, Aileen, and besides, picking potatoes is warm work. You'll be roasted alive in that thing. Aileen resigned herself to leaving her apron behind, even though she sensed her mother wanted her to bring it to Scotland. Perhaps as a talisman. The fact that Aileen was going meant that her mother would be left alone on the island for three long months. Aileen felt guilty about that, especially as she felt, more and more with each passing year, less inclined towards her mother's company. Their neighbour John Joe was waiting outside to bring them down to the bridge to meet the rest of the squad. From there, they would walk to the station to catch the overnight...